podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello, listener, and welcome to week 41. This is released probably slightly later than it normally would be and another content pod on the main feed for reasons which should become clear next week. Look forward to you finding out about that. For now, though, let's get into this content pod and I can start by introducing one of two pretty regular guests on this podcast, Matt Foot Trading. Hello, Ben. Thank you very much for having me again. I can confirm the hay fever is absolutely yeah. doing, um, doing a, a right old number on me today. I think it's... Uh, yeah. Quite bad down here in the in the southeast. So uh, yes, it's it's not great, but uh, luckily the uh, FIFA content is keeping us uh, keeping us engaged. Yeah, looking forward to getting into that. And I can welcome back Doctor Turned YouTuber. It's James. Welcome. I was going to say, imagine being allergic to going outside. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do sympathise a lot because it's horrific. Yeah, I mean, also everyone keeps telling you to touch grass, and you're allergic to I it. exactly. <laughs> you're like, I can't. I'm allergic. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. Chemical warfare is <laughs> yeah. awful. I was wondering on recent podcasts whether listeners might notice I'm sounding a bit more bunged up. And and talking of which, I know our next guest might sound similar. Had a little bit of a rough weekend. Richard Buckley, esports commentator, welcome. I wouldn't say rough. I would say enjoyable. Okay. Yeah, However, yeah. The, the morning following, interesting. Mm. To be honest, it was sort of three days in a row. <laughs> um, it was my girlfriend's birthday over the weekend. So on Friday, her family came went out some food and then drank some alcohol responsibly. Uh, on Saturday, I went to Bottomless Brunch. Right. Fantastic mm. idea. Again, responsibly. Yeah, absolutely. And then on Sunday, uh, if you're from the UK, you might have heard of something called Bongo's Bingo. <laughs> um, if, you're not, if you're unfamiliar with what it is, take the premise of bingo in which a person will call out numbers. I'm sure everyone knows how it, how mm. it goes. But... The prizes that are awarded sometimes, cash prizes for like the, the full house and whatnot. But then in between, they just play really loud music and people sort of get up on the uh, tables and start dancing. Wow. So drank a little bit there and then ended up at a karaoke bar uh, for about three hours in the evening. So yeah, that was my weekend. I played seven games of champs, won all seven on Friday morning and uh, haven't logged on since. Oh, what a weekend. You know, anyone who went to Glastonbury is probably feeling like they didn't have quite as good a weekend as that. That's that <laughs> quite special. They wish it was Bongo's Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, did sing Hey Jude in the karaoke and yes, uh, did feel like I was challenging my inner Paul McCartney. Yeah, I mean, he sounded a bit like we did because of the blocked noses and things. So uh, James will have to carry it. Clearly, I've had a nosebleed. That's why, Ben. <laughs> On with uh, the podcast. He is a broken man. He is a broken man. <laughs> Uh, a good way to start the pod and uh, exactly what you want really for a summer podcast the summer one's always a bit like this and as Japes said last week uh, we're getting into silly season actually didn't even mention there was so much going on that Japes obviously isn't here he's away Um, so these three lovely gentlemen are filling in for him so thank you very much for coming on and uh, we will let's just dive straight into what we normally dive into actually and do pound for pound powerhouse because we have quite a few good options this week and for those who don't know this is the best value player released over roughly the past week they can be from the market, from an SBC, from an objective. 
And as always, we start with a listener's suggestion. This one from Harris for Shapeshifters Lozano. He says, I did him straight away last night as he fits my front line as well as my play style. More of a left stick dribbler than a skiller. Played 10 games only in rivals and weekend league. And he has the best scoring record I've had of any player. 21 goals, uh, scoring an impressive six in one elite rivals game. He just seems to be everywhere. Dribbling stats all 95 plus. I boosted his shooting and dribbling with a dead eye and he was incredible. There we go. A strong first suggestion. For those who don't know, he has five star weak foot and four star skill moves. And it was an SBC, which costs. Actually, I didn't check. Can anyone tell me off the top of their head? He is 230k. There we go. And that leads us into the first guest nomination. James, what are you going to present us with? I think it's going to have to be El Sharawi because mm. uh, he's just been upgraded as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just saw apparently, that. he'd been released wrong. Not that anyone noticed, but he has been improved even further than uh, when he was first released, so that's nice. Yeah, well, actually, didn't Richard you use him? Is that right? You, you thought it was good? Yes, I used him for a little bit. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, nice. He's just, he's just a good player. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a good, very good pick, James. I think you've done well with that one. <laughs> Thanks. To be fair, just to fill that out a little bit, I also used him because I got his loan. You know, we were given those loan oh, versions, yeah. and um, he he was really really good. I was really impressed. He scored some ridiculous finesse shots as well. I think people not quite aware that he's left-footed this version and that catching people out and you know you can just whip it and it feels a bit you know what is it fifa 12 where is it that is silver version that just would mm, slam the yeah, finesse shots from yeah. wide yeah yeah it feels a bit like that uh, it was really fun to use finesse shot trait and uh, feels very very slick on the ball which was, was nice yeah matt what about you who are you gonna go for this week i have two i'm, I'm torn between two players um the first one i feel like is probably going to be more popular for a, a vote it is the end of an era Fernandinho SBC. Mm. I've seen so many people comparing him with Kante, his, his Team of the Year version, and to be honest, I can understand why. You look at his stats, very, very, very strong defensively, 96 defending, 98 interceptions, um, 99 aggression as well, 99 short passing, the pace is very good, but 91 acceleration. Four-star, four-star, medium-high work rates. There's, there's really not a lot this card can't do. Mm. I think quite reasonably priced as well. I think he only comes in around about... 200k, it looks like, yeah. Yeah, about 200k. And I know it's in, you know, we're in June, nearly in July now. Obviously, these price, these SBC prices are going to be a bit lower. But um, when you consider sort of Kante's sort of five, six times the price, if you're looking for an end game CDM, I definitely think he's, he's up there. My second option is I'll go for a shapeshifter just to keep things consistent. It is that uh, five-star, five-star Silas mm. that comes in at about 130k. Packed him this week. Funnily enough, in that loan pick, did get El Sharawi offered. Uh, I took Silas as a loan and then I packed him in, I believe, the first token SBC that came out. So, yeah. dupe theory confirmed. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, five-star, five-star, six-foot-two. And you know, when you consider that Ronaldo is 10 million coins and you've got... Silas, who's 6'2", 5'5", pacey, good dribbling, can win a header as well. I'm not saying he's he's Ronaldo quality, but he's he's certainly not bad value at all for only 130k. Only downside is, you know, it's going to be quite difficult to link him into teams unless you're running sort of Bundesliga teams or you have a couple of icons to box him in. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, there's not really too many 
Congo players or Stuttgart players to strong link him into. But uh, other than that, really, really top card. Love using him. Um, tested him in the Shapeshifters Golden Goal game mode this week. And yeah, he looks, he's felt really, really good. Yeah, you've given a good account of him, so I'll let you off. But you've nabbed mine there. I was going to go for Silas too. Really good, I agree. I mean, I used him as a false nine in the false nine formation, the four three three five, and was very impressed. I felt like there was something about him which was smooth in terms of build-up play that I maybe don't associate with Silas' past versions. Does that make sense? Like playing him at false yeah, nine, I'll, he actually, I'll agree with that. yeah, yeah, he actually played nice passes. He kept the moves going, and I wouldn't have been able to do that with the birthday version. I think probably his 96 short passing and 94 vision helping out there. And I was a little concerned, which sounds weird about the 91 composure at this point in the cycle, but actually I think with his, I was using a marksman, 96 strength and 96 reactions, he didn't really have any problems. And honestly, you're right, 120K, it feels tricky at this point to kind of put value on players. But if I compare him to other players I've used who are many hundreds of K, like, you know, 500, 1 million coins higher, I would say he's potentially up there with those. So yeah, it was really good. But Richard, I realize you haven't jumped in with yours. Do you have any particular player that you would like to bring up as a pound for pound nomination? I do, yes. Um, I've never won a pound for pound uh, ever. Maybe not. So wow. I'm going to pick someone who I think will get votes and who I also think looks very, very good. And I'm going for the shape shifter, Emre Chan. Okay. I think he's the. By far the best centre-back, if you like Sule in the Bundesliga, pairing with him, but I think he's the best centre-back by far in the Bundesliga. He's obviously had the position change from a centre-mid down to a centre-back. He's just, for 130k, so, so good. Mm. I mean, I'm even going to go on as far as say, I was watching Stoke's stream this morning, and if Chan would have been available for the pros to use at the playoffs next weekend, he was contemplating using him on an unlocked account. Wow. So that sort of goes to show how much confidence and how good this Chan is being sort of marveled at and placed in those high discussions of centre-backs. Also, he gets Jude Bellingham in nicely on chemistry. you got the Schmelzer that was, I think, not available anymore, but was available for a very long time that I know a lot of people did. He, he just he ticks a lot of boxes. Mm. And uh, I really do think he's going to be really, really good value for money. Yeah, and he's German and the link to Rafa Guerrero as well. Yep. Guerrero, and that's a SBC worth mentioning. I don't know, uh, Matt, whether that feels like the kind of player you might have done. Yeah, I was quite torn with Guerrero because you had the, the right back or the centre mid. And mm. I feel like the the right back ticked a lot of boxes in terms of the, the sort of squad building aspect. A lot of people wanted that defensive link into that Jude Bellingham. You know, very easy to to sort of link that maybe in like a four triple two with a right back and a cam, and then you just need you know an icon, and it's you got them both on full chemistry. So, but uh, yeah, I went with a centre mid, mm. just worked a little bit better for me. I think if people did have sort of a, a Jude Bellingham or an Nkunku, maybe you know if they're running a sort of Bundesliga setup, you maybe look at the the fullback version. But uh, yeah, that was a tricky one, and I think they've it's it's been a nice uh, sort of addition. The pick SBCs, I think they've they balanced them quite well. You know, we had that Carrasco that I think tore a few people. You know, we didn't, need, didn't really know which one to take the cam on the right wing, and I think they've done it again with Guerrero. So hopefully we get a few more, and um, yeah, not some nice options for those uh, squad building possibilities. Yeah, it's going to sound like I'm just using this as an excuse to flex once again, but having both Neymar and Ronaldinho, I'm wanting to 
have them both on full chem because it's kind of important at this point being able to have so many squad building options in different positions makes it viable to start in the 3-4-2-1 or 3-4-3 which actually before shapeshifters probably wouldn't have been so viable i'm thinking of players like st just to play on the right side but could be switched into things like left back um, which is very helpful so i think that is a nice benefit admittedly that might just be a personal interest in this but it certainly for squad building has been very good so far i guess we'll talk more about this but any more players james uh, you wanted to mention i know you've been busy training for what was it the content creators cup which your team team youtube won on the weekend Yes, we did. Yeah. We finished it yesterday. It was a, my legs are very tired <laughs> as, as we speak. So what, what, for those who didn't um, watch, what position were you playing? So I was playing at right centre back. We were playing a five back. Nice, sweating for the win. I like it. I was playing alongside Reeve and Mav. It was it was very sweaty. It was quite warm yesterday, which didn't help. But yeah, it was necessary. We got absolutely battered last year, eight um, three. Okay. Ooh. We thought we better shore up the defence a little bit because clearly there were some uh, issues. But we, we, we had some massive upgrades. Chris MD was playing at Cam. We had Big John playing goal. He was he won deservedly the man of the match yesterday. Hold on. So you're playing in the back three. You're one of the centre-backs. But the goalkeeper got man of the match. A little bit yes. of concern for me there. Oh, it's just because he was showboating. The whole time. Uh, I, I think I played well, to be honest. <laughs> I think I played well. Like, it, was, it was fun because... John is like, I think he's he's the guy who does it for um, Soccer IM. Right. Okay. Uh, he's in goal for them. So he's a proper baller. Do you know what, actually? You said you played at centre-back. Two quite interesting centre-backs in the Shapeshifters team. Mm-hmm. Two very different ones. We've got Arnautovic and we've got Kieran Tierney. Uh, you know, which kind of centre-back are you? Big, stocky, kind of bruiser or maybe a smaller, more technical one? I'm definitely the smaller one. I'm, 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 I'm not six foot. I'm barely six foot. Right. Not, okay, yeah, as in, I'm not six foot. So I'm definitely not uh, on out of which I definitely side with a Tierney side. Yeah, I was looking at Tierney with Anchor actually and he looks outstanding. I can imagine the back three could be fantastic. High defensive, medium attacking work rates as well. It's a shame he's not able to really be switched to fullback because of his 84 ball control being a bit awkward. Um, you know, engine doesn't boost the ball control. So a little bit annoying there. But on Altovic actually looks ridiculous basically maxed out with a shadow and yeah i was wondering any players you want to use in this team to be fair i like a lot of this i do like the defensive ones the my main one that i was keeping an eye on was sergio ramos that's the one i really want to use he's Mm. he's i don't it's strange he's more expensive than i thought he would be but he's holding his price well which makes me assume that he must be very very good Mm. but he's the one i really wanted because i think there are some players in this game who like even though the numbers might not be incredible that doesn't reflect how they play in game and even like with normal Sergio Ramos or his upgrades like his ones to watch which is a small upgrade and then the um the foot birthday one he just doesn't give up the ball mm. and I don't know what it is about the card like what what combination of stats makes him so good but I imagined that this shapeshifter Sergio Ramos would be basically the same but better yeah I used him throughout finals and I really want to speak about him but I promise myself I will save it for the gameplay pod where we normally do the longer player reviews <laughs> and I can talk about him for a bit longer but yeah he is a very interesting player that's for sure um, and looking forward to talking about him but yeah let's uh, move on to some other players I don't, I don't want to leave any players out here in a way because there are so many interesting ones I use Tecatito Corona for a lot of uh, well pretty much the whole weekend and he was really really good and I think he is interesting because his rule breakers was definitely for me an outstanding winger but this card is just so good as a box-to-box midfielder in a three I mean I was using him and Pedri and it was like having basically two Pedris one of which has five-star weak foot and is more of a winger than Pedri is Pedri though I think still 
slightly edges him in terms of being a midfielder, but I felt like uh, Tecatito Corona could offer a little bit more once he got into the box in terms of his like shifty movement and being able to go on both feet as well. So really enjoyed using him. Someone that you could also play as like a wide midfielder in a three back. And I also think you play fine at fullback. I used him there for a bit with an anchor chem style and uh, used him at cam. And I think probably cam in a three, five, two or left mid or right mid in a three, five, two would also be up there with one of a three in terms of his best position. It was weird. Like he needed a bit of a boost to his pace. I felt actually playing in any kind of wide position. Whereas I think in midfield, like one of three, he is perfect with the basic chem style. And I actually went out and bought a 5k basic chem style to put him back onto basic, which still feels like robbery. I don't know why they're so expensive. (laughs) Anyone else around at the moment people want to mention? I feel like I've rambled on for long enough about Tecatito Corona, but he is one of my favorite players of foot 22. Richard, what about you? Not necessarily mention, but we've had two so far. Hmm. shapeshifter teams do you think one's been two was better than one yeah personally I think two is way better she will level up one after another I mean the rumours are there's going to be multiple in there well you've segued us nicely onto something I wanted to mention because if you look at the graphic that they have on their website for shapeshifters Matt there's quite clearly a hero's design there isn't there yes oh yeah I completely forgot about that as well it's the the pink design isn't yeah, it so yeah, it's yeah. green with like a, a pink outline it's got the the hero's logo so hopefully well clearly there is something planned there um we haven't had anything for team one or two so I, it would make sense I know that's the the sort of rumor going around I, I don't sort of follow the leaks very closely as as we've you know as I've discussed over previous months and weeks and that. But um, yeah, I mean, this is on the, the EA website, so it's clear there's something else coming. Um, it would make sense considering the summer swaps. That goes on until, I believe, what, July 25th? Mm. That's all Shapeshifters rewards. So if there was a new promo coming, I feel like there would be some some sort of mm. you know relation to that in the in the swaps campaign so it would make sense and you know maybe we get another another team or two and in there we see the shapeshifter hero card type i assume that's what it's going to be yeah hopefully something interesting coming on that front we'll have to wait and see i think the if the 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 sort of rumor innuendo we're going to get three to four squads of shapeshifters i wouldn't be surprised to see one full squad just full heroes of Mm shapeshifted heroes because if you look at the foot captain heroes who came out it were about half of the whole heroes Cahill, Dempsey, Keane, Cole, Cordoba, Youngberg, Gomez, Di Natale, Melito, Pele. So the other half of the heroes now come out in a a squad, a shapeshifter Mm. team. I think that makes more sense. They seem to have got everybody, even though Everybody is saying, oh, it's June, it's July, etc. There's a lot of people engaging still every single day. And at the moment, EA doing very well on the content front to keep people engaged. Mm. I think a team of players like a 99 Janola striker in the Prem gets people going. (laughs) You're right. We've already got 99s across the board. Like we, We throw in Hail Marys at this point. And mm. I think we could get some unbelievable players and maybe even a tease with those heroes to what's coming next year with more heroes, new heroes, etc. Yeah. I think that, I think they're doing very well at the moment. And I think Shapeshifters has been 
two weeks of really, really good content. I think the upgrades may be a little bit better from the SBC packs, but other than that, I think we're in a good place. Yeah, I think I wanted to slip it actually. For me personally, I don't know whether anyone else feels like this. I didn't actually like Summer Heat that much. I know a lot of people did like it. So this was the post Team of Season promo two years ago. I didn't really get that engaged with it. It might have been like, I don't know, things happening that I was distracted by in real life or something, but I just didn't get that involved. Last year, I got really into Path to Glory and I felt the tie into real football was really good. But I'm actually somewhat surprised. This cycle, this Shapeshifters promo has got me really interested. I don't know whether this, because Shapeshifters team two just feels like a team almost made for me. I mean, we didn't even mention Marcelo, who I really like and have played in the striker position when he's been a left back in the past. So maybe it is that, but I don't know, James, do you feel like, obviously there's the content creation factor for certainly yourself and Matt as well in there, but do you feel like it's been something that you've got more involved with? I think one of the main problems was team this season is getting increasingly predictable mm. and it's and, it, and it's like not really EA's fault because it's, you know, just the best players in that I've played in a year and oftentimes it's just the same people over and over again and it's like there's not as much variety. It's like, oh, Liga and team this season coming out, surprise there's a Neymar and an Mbappe there's a Prem one okay yeah they've got another Ronaldo like but the shapeshifters one although there's a couple of you know the Messi and Ronaldo have returned a lot of the other cards are really interesting in the players they've chosen as well as the positions they've changed to so it just means that the variety of teams I think that you'll see hmm. is so you, you can make your team much more flexible now that you know your Alfonso Davies because a lot of people would probably want to have played him from left back into centre mid anyway mm-hmm. in their teams. Now you can just buy him at striker, put him back to centre mid or play him at CDM or like do whatever you want. And I think it just allows a lot more freedom with team building. And actually, interestingly, that's going to be more the case when we see heroes because of the course they strong link to so many players. So for example, you could see maybe a really good Bundesliga hero and you're going to get your strong link to Silas who doesn't really have any strong links so i can see there being even more mileage in terms of the squad building factor from shapeshifters and heroes so that's pretty exciting right do you know what else is exciting part two which will be coming up after this so you'll have probably heard before that foot weekly is made possible by our supporters and that could be anyone it could be you for example but it's also shane who's the founder of mystic jerseys shane's a long-term supporter of the pod and he's offering 10 percent off the premium box for foot weekly listeners what that means is for a special rate of just over 30 pounds plus a little bit more for postage depending on where you are in the world you can get yourself a mystery box containing a random football shirt which could be from a range of different clubs and nations around the world one of the really good things about it is that you can send a message with your order saying that you wouldn't like a shirt from a particular club presumably a rival club if you'd like to take advantage of that, then you can head over to Mystique Jerseys, M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E, and then jerseys.com, and then use the code FOOTWEEKLY, F-U-T, weekly, to get that 10% off. Thanks to Shane and Mystique Jerseys for supporting the podcast, and of course, all the supporters out there keeping the podcast going. But for now, let's get back into the podcast. So as we get back into it after the break, what we were just talking about actually did make me think of this question from Ad Haugen. He says... Should it actually be an icon shapeshifters at the end of the cycle? I think that could give life to players like Bobby Moore with a big pace boost or Baggio with more stamina and shot power and say give Rivaldo four-star weak foot. It's a shame that some true icons are always kind of garbage. And it is an interesting point. If they're doing it for heroes, you kind of think, Matt, well, 
we should have it for icons as well because they've really got left behind. It's kind of sad seeing some of these players at this point in the cycle, so many of them, I suppose, being really not used at all. I feel like with icons, it's it's obviously a bit trickier, perhaps due to various sort of you know licensing and, and image rights and agreements that they have with icons that perhaps they necessarily can't mm. shapeshift and and you know change stats and and whatnot. Perhaps there's something in those contractual agreements that make that quite tricky. We don't know. You know, you have their their four different types. You know, they have their base, mid, prime moments. I don't think there's, I don't know. I don't really think there's an option there to have another card type on top of that. Mm. I feel like if we're going to try and make certain players usable, there's perhaps more of an emphasis on making the gameplay sort of, yeah, skew the gameplay a little bit more to allow them to be more usable rather than making the cards fit the meta, so to speak, I would argue. Yeah, I can see the argument because you don't want them to lose their identity. James, would you kind of say in a cynical way, perhaps you know, the likes of Berezi ultimately aren't as exciting and aren't not just pack sellers, but aren't going to engage players in the game in the same way that someone like Dempsey or even a Silas does. Absolutely. Like it's, it's historical as well in terms of, because they're obviously icons from real football, but it's football I've never watched. Right. And yeah. I've never seen, like I've never seen Berezi play I only know he's a good player because he's an icon in FIFA. Like I have, I've, do you know what I mean, I have no idea of mm. like what teams he played for, how long he played for Italy. Like, did he win any World Cups? Did he win any Euros? I've got, I've got no clue because it's just it's before my time, and it's just not something I'm interested in. Whereas something like David Beckham, obviously, is a relatively new icon, but was able to generate a lot more hype when he was released because you know I've seen him play as I've grown up mm. and. His card in game isn't incredible, yeah, yeah. But it, I still wanted to use it because it was a familiar, a familiar icon in that sense. So I feel like a lot of the icons, especially the, the older ones, the older ones that are not good. Obviously, you've got like Puskas. I think is quite an old icon, but gets away with it because he's incredible in game. Mm. But then like Nestor is is not even that old, but just still before my time. Even even Vidic has been has suffered. I think. Um, since he released yeah there are kind of like two categories aren't there? there's like the iconic players to people who are playing currently um because of the generation that we are and there are those players that are nice but not good enough and then there are yeah. the like older players many of which are a not good enough but b maybe aren't really that interesting to many of mm-hmm. the people of the foot playing generation i suppose so yeah uh, maybe we won't see those but y- y- there are opportunities to do you know van Estroy, Vidic, and sorry to name two united players but like <laughs> there is that opportunity to juice up those and, and make things interesting with those players but then on the flip side uh, richard i feel like they just wouldn't do something like five-star skill five-star week for david beckham or david beckham center-back card because they want to kind of keep icons a little bit protected. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, I think that is fair. I, I don't think we'll see any icon-related content now mm. other than uh, SPCs or uh, opportunities to pack them. Yeah. I don't really think it makes sense from a business standpoint either. Icons still, the hardest players to pack, there's a reason that that is. Like, they are the the crown almost, even now. The mm. The amount of money that they have to pay for the licensing to get these players. Like it's a relationship you probably don't want to damage by giving a, a silly item. But also <laughs> if you were to do this, you do it in November to maximize profit. 
Right, yeah, yeah. That's when you do a five-star weak foot, five-star skilled Beckham or whoever. Like, If this was to roll around in Team 4 or even as a sort of a different card type, doing it now, just to me, doesn't really make too much sense. I think Mm. that's why they're probably the heroes instead for the simple fact that heroes, a lot of those heroes like Collar and Dudek, they're just non-existent. Mm-hmm. They're not seen. They've never really played. Like you could spice these players up a little bit by giving them a, a different card type and and sort of re- almost reintroducing those players for next FIFA as well. You would imagine the same heroes would go across like icons mm-hmm. do. So sort of giving people, oh yeah, they are still about. Morientes does play, and now we've got a five star weak foot, five star skill Morientes to use at centre back or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. I think that there's there's creativity to be there, but I personally I don't think it would involve icons. Well, what does involve icons though, Richard, is those tokens that we have for shapeshifters. Interesting the selection of players and options that are given here. The very top one for 40 tokens is Icon Moments Zidane, which is a big one. But there are 50 tokens available here and it runs for what is that? Is that like 18 days or something like that no 17 days quite a while but not ages there's a lot of tokens to be gaining in that time but you can spare 10 tokens because there are 50 available and still get icon moments to dan uh, then we've got prime ronaldinho 33 tokens which is nice obviously an exceptional player someone i'd recommend and then 20 tokens as icon moments Cafu. and we've also got icon moments schmeichel as well for four tokens but I mean, for me, the thing that people are going to get excited about is all these picks in here. Uh, I don't know whether, Richard, you want to highlight some that you like the look of. I mean, Matt, actually, as well, because you're looking for first owner players. I'm guessing these are very exciting. Just going from the top, a few of the really big picks available. There's a 94-plus Icon Moments player pick, which is one of four. That's for wow. 36 tokens. For 30 tokens, you've got a 96-plus Efix Tots player pick, which is one of five. So the, the chance of getting... Something really good is, is is there, but you have to remember that there's a lot of players who are 96 plus who probably aren't going to make your team um, mm. as well. For me, there's there's two in particular that I, I think look quite tempting. The 95 plus shapeshifters player pick, which mm. is one of five. That's 23 tokens. So what, just under half? If you're not going to be on every day, you might miss a few. You can probably pick 23, 24 tokens up just through sort of doing the daily challenges, maybe playing a few objectives here and there. I think there's a, there'll be two to buy, I imagine, at the end as well uh, when it's concluded in the store. So a 95-plus Shapeshifters player pick, one of five, looks really good. And then, obviously, at the bottom, you've got all the the packs as well. Um, if you're not going to be grinding out loads, you should be jumping on once a week, uh, 85 times 20, 84, 25, 83, 25, and 82, 25. And I'd like to see those packs maybe a little bit more different as well. Maybe mm. throw in like a, I don't know, an 87 times 15 or just a little bit more diversity. But no, I think I think genuinely there's a lot to get excited for if, you, if you're going to be getting on all the time. I think I've already missed a couple, I'll be honest, mm. the, the SBCs that have, that have been there. But... Yeah, there's a lot, a lot there. Matt, what about you? Is there anything? I'm sure you've already worked out the calculations on what you need to do. <laughs> Absolutely, you know me, Rich. Um, am I going to get all 50 tokens? Ah, probably. I, I quite <laughs> like it. I think EA, they, they've got me. They've got me. I love, I love this kind of stuff. You know, I think I was talking about this yesterday on on the socials, and I was like, why don't we just have this for every single promo? 
you know, scrap icon swaps, because let's face it, who actually takes icons from icon swaps now anyways? It's just everyone takes the fodder packs, everyone takes the picks, everyone takes the packs. Like You could quite easily work icons into just a promo-themed swaps. And even in here, realistically, who's spending 40 tokens to get a Zidane moments when you can get a 95-plus shapeshifters pick mm. that's one of five? You know, I haven't seen anyone on the on the socials that said, oh, yeah, I can't wait to get 33 tokens to get Prime Ronaldinho. I haven't seen anyone. No one, I've seen no one that wants to go for Cafu. No one want, that wants to go for Schmeichel. Yeah, in fairness, though, there will be people out there who will do this, right? Because if you, just to defend putting those players in there, because if your favourite player is Ronaldinho, but you're not going to have the coins to actually buy Ronaldinho, and especially for players who've started the cycle a bit later, I think there'll, there'll be some who do want to go for icon players i would say i mean that might be wrong but you know i think there'll be some i think there might be something else to consider as well though because we were just talking about the fact that there might be captains added into the shapeshifter promo and they will probably be added into the shapeshifter player picks as well right oh my god yeah maybe wow that yeah that would make that. i assume i assume if you put a janola in he'll be higher than 95 rated no uh, yeah it's just whether they appear in that i guess whether they're the rare it might go down as a different card type yeah, yeah. shapeshifters oh. heroes oh that'd be criminal but matt are you gonna i'm just looking at these and i feel like Surely the 95 plus shapeshifters player pick times five is is just too good to pass up. Yeah, right? I think I think that's the the sort of the number one that everyone's been talking yeah. about. 23 tokens for that. Yes, there's been a few people talking about the 96 plus e figs, but mm. who have you got in there? Vlahovic, Berardi, Kimmich, Kimmich Lewin. Lewandowski, even like Modric. Yeah, isn't really like good anymore. you compare that to some of the you know the 95 plus shapeshifters players. Yeah. I don't really think, yeah, I don't really think there's there's much debate in there. You know, what are the, the bad 95-plus shapeshifters you could get? Spinozola? You've got, yeah, Spinozola. A towel. A Bamiyang. Yeah, a towel in terms of value is low, but you'd probably take a towel over most of the, the team of the season. Still last in terms of value. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. These are like the, the lower-end ones, and I'd argue you'd probably take them over. Flahovic, hmm. Lewandowski at a bare minimum. So well, it's also five players. So you know, yeah, exactly. So I, I think you're bound to to hit one of the the top ones. Obviously, we we might have more shapeshifters players getting released. That's the the theory. I think to be honest, True. I think that's got to happen because I, I want <laughs> that picks gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, because how many ninety five plus <laughs> shapeshifters have we got at the moment? We've got I think it's fourteen. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just counting it up now. That would certainly lend itself to the the rumor that we're getting more shapeshifters teams and players to sort of pad out that pick i also just going to jump in as well i think what i was saying earlier about the protection of icons you can get that 95 plus shapeshifters player pick quicker than you can a 92 plus moments icon pick that we have an spc like, for this week <laughs> absolutely this yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and even the the 94 plus moments player pick there's a lot of icons that aren't value wise yeah. good mm-hmm. that you can get in that and it's not one of five it's one of four like the fact that there's not an icon pick or even pack mm. available is quite interesting when you look at it from that perspective also the player selection Cafu's I don't know Cafu's a weird one to me like yeah I don't know why they wouldn't put someone he's still very good I actually have him but like he's, he's very good but he's not no one's taking him Ben. yeah they? yeah yeah I know what you mean 
what one thing I was actually going to say is I don't have leaks, but I did say last week there might be a Kimpembe very soon because we had Kimpembro on the podcast, mm. and um, there is we haven't mentioned it yet, but a shapeshifter's ninety-five rated Kimpembe and a shapeshifter's. Uh, was it 92 rated Kimpembe as well both looking very good so if people want to guarantee not going to be a centre back though is it no I think he's yeah. a CJ yeah and I was going to say you, you might be able to guarantee yourself a good player but you're not necessarily going to know yet where he's going to play which is a bit odd one thing I was also going to add is interesting some of these tokens are not only in squad battles which I think a lot of players probably aren't too keen on at this point in the cycle but also in friendlies one of those friendlies actually has a limited number of games a day now it's a lengthy window that you can play in that friendly so i'm sure most people are going to be able to do it but it does feel a little harsh there are lots of tokens available and as we said 23 out of 50 for that very good shapeshifters player pick but still i don't really like it as a concept at this point in the cycle for players who've been playing the game a lot and i just really would want to be playing with the team that i've built in champs and rivals and it's a shame they're so much less rewarding it feels like than swaps true but again i would say if I'm grinding these menu-based things or objective-based things, I'm going to burn out and I'm not even going to use what I get from this. So I'll just be focusing on playing the game how I want to play it, not too distracted by rewards and uh, you know enjoying it in my own way, which tends to involve minimal time in the menus. Talking of which, we're going to be going and doing the gameplay podcast, which is the supporter episode this week, which will be out on Thursday. I've got a few little tips that I've been picking up recently that I think could lead to a bit more fun, a bit more excitement in gameplay, uh, which I'll be sharing there. But in the meantime, I would like to ask this final question, which we did last week, went down well. It was from J. Kell, and it was about the Madden Golden Ticket, which people can win and then they're allowed to boost their player that they choose to really whatever they want apart from adjusting the height and weight and thought it'd be fun to ask James and Matt seeing as they didn't answer last week who would you change and we're saying you get this player but there'll also be impacts as well Matt do you want to start us off I wouldn't want to go with anyone that's like a gold at the moment I think I'd want to go with someone that is a little bit more personal maybe a Charlton player so that we can actually have an end game Charlton player for once maybe <laughs> who would I go with um, come back to me Ben I have, I'll have my answer in, in a second yeah yeah uh, we did that last time actually James what about you is there anyone you can think of off the top of your head I am going to go for a gold player and I'm going to choose Harry Maguire and I want him to stay <laughs> as gold Harry Maguire but people will just be really confused when he sprints like prime Ronaldinho down the pitch catching their Ronaldos and just booting them in the air so you give him like fake stats he would uh... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But no, because they just see the gold one, don't they? They don't see the numbers on it. So they'll just see gold Harry Maguire. But then he'll have 99 pace, 99 dribbling, and he'll just be absolutely insane. It'll just be enough to see people get confused <laughs> and see him like out jump there. Because he's got, he's because he's still quite tall, isn't he? Oh, like yeah, naturally. Yeah. So he's that doesn't need to change. And he, he's pretty good at winning a header. It's more the psychological damage. Yeah, just else. imagine him kind of moving like a giant insignia, basically. Um, like, yeah, exactly. You, Richard, you, you went for a Barsley player, didn't you, last week? We did ask. I did, yes. I said Collier would draw. And then, Matt, have you, have you come up with a, an idea? I'm going to go with Charlton's Player of the Year. I'm going to go George Dobson. He's 66 rated. He's a CDM. Mm. I want a top level Charlton player because it never happens. I think the best Charlton player that we've had in recent years was, I can't even remember what year it was. It was flashback Aidan McGeady. Oh. I think it was during a St. Paddy's Day event. 
that was the, the the closest we got to an end game card. So, uh, <laughs> yes, George Dobson. Yeah, there's always going to be some people who just, you know, want a juiced version of a player at their club. And I think that's a, that's a nice way to do it. And also maybe means they'll know, be slightly less common because they're less easy to link into a team, which you won't see them in people's teams so much. So that's quite nice. Right. I think that does wrap us up. So thank you very much to Matt for coming on as always. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ben. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, hopefully start packing some of these Team 2 shapeshifters this week. And uh, you can watch the grind yeah, yeah. over at twitch.tv slash trading from yeah probably 7pm most most nights this week. Yeah, I hope they do something to get, I don't know, guaranteed shapeshifters somehow. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Because they did that extremely easy daily login method to get yourself a shapeshifter. But since then, there hasn't been anything apart from loans, really. But anyway, Richard, thank you very much, as always, for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much once again for inviting me. Uh, you can find me on social media at rbuckley98. And uh, yeah, hopefully everyone has a good uh Good shapeshifters week three. Yeah, looks likely. Looking forward to seeing what comes. And James, great to have you back on. Sorry it's been so long. We'll have to get you back sooner next time. Thank you very much for having me. Good to be back. You can find me at uh, Bingo's Bongo's with uh, Richard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll all be there uh, this weekend. But for now, thank you very much to all the listeners out there for joining us on this podcast. It's been great to have you. Uh, If you'd like to get these podcasts into your podcast feed, particularly for next week's episode, uh, then do subscribe on all the various platforms that you can do so, which is basically all of them. And if you're a supporter, thank you very much for supporting this podcast. If you consider becoming a supporter then just search support for weekly just three pounds a month for an extra podcast every week thanks again to those supporters and to those icon patrons dave b coach vass chris w dj fifa player hugh j steve c matt l alistair alan g anthony r dominic rob p l jeff b christopher r Stephen f michael tom b damon h nick jack m eric t roger d alex m Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, at Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Sam K, Jake G, Michael P, Zach O, Springford, Patrick, Dominic G, Adam H C, Adam R, Andy H, Joe W, Dylan, Orion B, Mindle L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, we'll catch you on the next podcast.
At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.